I just wrote, uh, yeah, wrote go ahead. down some of the synonyms to that okay. word coming from our modern lexicon. Yeah. A wonder or being wonderful is first rate, mm. super, yeah. amazing, fantastic, terrific. Would you use any of right. these words to describe an infinite God? Right. The second to last week of the podcast, next week, um, we'll do three more names. We already know what those names are going to be. The firstborn, the author and perfecter of our faith, and the Alpha and Omega. And then um, we'll take a pause. We're going um, to step back for a few weeks and um, enjoy the holidays. I know it gets busy around Christmas and New Year's, but we look forward to returning in the new year. Um, we've been discussing the different names of Christ. This week, we've talked about the Word and the light of the world, and today... We're going to talk about a name that really is associated with Christmas um, because it's in the Isaiah prophecy. It's the Wonderful Counselor. All right. Right. Um, there's uh, those names. I think we're real familiar with. Uh, for unto you is well, not, that's not. We're real familiar with, and I don't know them. Um, how, how does that start? Would you like for me to for, read that for, passage. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. bail me out here, Derek. Yes. <laughs> Isaiah 9 and 6. <laughs> six. That's what you Isaiah get. Isaiah 9 and 6. <laughs> it's a Friday off the rails okay, podcast says, here. For to us a child is born, for, uh, for to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And we've talked about the Prince of Peace, but th- those are familiar ones. Um, wonderful counselor uh, has had a minor uh, debate about it. Are they two names or one? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I say that they're two names. Okay, right. It, he, I, I might disagree with you. Okay, uh, that, it's again, it's a minor thing. And again, if you do disagree, we'll have to start over again. <laughs> we can just arm wrestle <laughs> for it. Some people say it's he's wonderful. Right. And a counselor. That's what mm-hmm. you would say. That could be true. And isn't that what you think? That, okay. Oh, I'm saying. I yes, thought you said that, it was two different names. That is what I'm saying. I believe it's two names. Don't make me tell you what you yeah. think. Okay. <laughs> or, and other people think it's a wonder of a counselor. Okay. So either way, um, mm-hmm. I mean, both are true, okay. right? But he mm-hmm. is wonderful, and he mm-hmm. is a counselor, and he is a wonder of a counselor. Mm-hmm. So whichever whichever way we take this. Let's just jump in and discuss uh, discuss it a little bit, starting with maybe maybe the idea of wonderful, whether or not we think it's connected to counselor or not. He's wonderful. Okay. Well, jump the in. study that I that I did on it, um, uh, first of all, wonderful counselor speaks of the character of the coming Messiah King, uh, and <clears throat> the reality is that he is incomprehensible. <clears throat> uh, I guess wonderful counselor made up of two words. Uh, I won't try to say the Hebrew word, but the word for wonderful uh, speaks of his ineffable name, meaning that it is uh, to say that his name is too great or extreme to be expressed in words, and I think that that would be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it indicates, uh, I'll give the definition that was for this word, it's pela, uh, indicates a phenomenon lying outside the realm of human explanation, 
that which transcends and is separate from the normal course of events. So basically it's saying that it, uh, Jesus being a wonder is beyond anything that the human mind can comprehend and the human tongue can express. Yeah, I'm so glad you said it that way. Say it, well, the people can rewind it. Um, beyond explanation or expression. Right. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Wonderful is a weird word in the English mm-hmm. that we don't... Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't mean in our language what you just right. described. Exactly. Because we could have... That was, that was a wonderful cup of coffee I right. just had. Right. I mean, I can explain it, right? right. It's, not, it's not beyond mm-hmm. expressing. It was a beautiful taste. And, a, you know, um, the, the, uh, the word miracle is the same way uh, used in our language. Right doesn't match. Mm-hmm. So so when we say he is wonderful kind of sounds like a a trite way to describe it. You remember mm-hmm. you remember Wonder Bread? Yes, I do. I don't even know I what grew that grew up on it. Did you? Maybe <laughs> yes, it, maybe it was called Wonder Bread cuz we wondered what it was, right? <laughs> I mean, it, you're probably it right. Wasn't like really <laughs> bread, but it came in that red, yes. yellow and blue the little polka dots. Polka dots. Yeah, right. Um the the but the word wonder, you know, like uh, we we might even use it at Christmas, and we say we like to have a to see the children's sense of wonder mm-hmm. at Christmas. And I, but but it's not what you said about being beyond explanation. Mm-hmm. Like Psalm one thirty nine six talks about the knowledge that we have of God being ever present with us as knowledge that is too wonderful. Right. Yeah. For I have me. that very same scripture oh, you written did? down. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And the the other way I can. I can think about the word wonder being used is, okay, so we're all going through the COVID experience and at some point they're going to, they're going to develop some sort of cure. Maybe it will be called a wonder drug. Mm-hmm. They've used that phrase right. before, right? Yes, they have. But those things are explainable. A real wonder, this is exactly what you said, so we mm-hmm. might've consulted the same thing, is something beyond human explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wrote, uh, yeah, wrote down some of the synonyms to that okay. word coming from our modern lexicon. Yeah. A wonder or being wonderful is first rate, mm. super, yeah. amazing, fantastic, terrific. Would you use any of right. these words to describe an infinite God? Right. That's the problem with using this. It, it, and I think, I mean, within the first four minutes, you gave us the perfect description mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful meal that was a wonderful thanksgiving meal that mm-hmm. was a that was a wonderful service we had today at church mm-hmm. that was a my the, the 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 team played a wonderful game using those simple adjectives you just used as synonyms is not the way to describe no, christ not at all yeah as a matter of fact i would say it would go i don't want to say it's blasphemous because it's not but at the same time it diminishes who Christ and who God really yeah. is. Yeah. You know. He's beyond explanation, beyond expression. Um, it's, it, we, we might say it's amazing, you know, those types of things. Mm-hmm. But, but, the, but the scripture does, in that Psalm 139 passage, it talks about something being too high to even attain to. Right. right. Like, I, I'm just, I'm, I can't even 
can't even find the words. Mm-hmm. That's how wonderful he is. Uh, and, and I'd like to use an example that I found in Scripture that, that helps me uh, <clears throat> when we think of the ineffable nature of this wonderful counselor. Uh, in Judges 13, 17, and 18, at the birth of Samson, when his father, uh, Manoah, was speaking with the angel of the Lord, and of course we knew that the angel of the Lord was the pre-incarnate Christ. It says, and Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, what is your name? So that when your words come true, we may honor you. In verse 18, it says, and the angel of the Lord said to him, why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? It's beyond anything that you could even imagine, Manoah. Mm. So don't even bother to ask. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, the angel of the Lord didn't give him a name. Mm. And, and as you said, that's really the pre-incarnate Jesus there. Yes, yeah. yes. The, it, is, it is good to have that opinion of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't... I don't believe the Church of Christ has that no. view no. of him, that no. he is beyond and, what's the word you used, ineffable? Is that Ineffable, what, yes. And what does that specifically and, and it mean? it means that it's indescribable, it's inexpressible. I mean, there's nothing that, no superlative that we can come up with that's going to say, this is what that wonderful counselor is really like. Yeah. And the weight... You, you connected the light of the world, that Jesus is the light of the world, and then we are also called the light of the world. Right. Um, the weight that we have to present this wonderful Christ to the world, it, it, it almost, it feels almost impossible right. to rightly right. express. And I've felt that often in preaching, mm-hmm. and probably you have in sure, sure. the... I, I might have even said from the pulpit, man, I just, I don't feel like I have the words right. to say that, you know, right. as we are, as we interact with Christ, we should come with mm-hmm. that sense of amazement and wonder, like, almost like this, this is too good to be true. Right. This person right. is too good right. to be true. I can't even describe all that he's, not what he's, not just what he's done for me, because he's wonderful even if he doesn't do anything. Right. His nature is wonderful, Right. right? Right. Would you say his nature and actions are being described with this right. wonderful? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it kind of goes with his glory. And we've talked about yes. this before, to where God has an intrinsic glory that is who he is. Right. It's the essence of who he is. But then there is ascribed glory, which we give to him. Not that we can really give him anything, but we uh, acknowledge the fact that he is glorious. Yeah. I think the same thing applies here with wonderful God is wonderful whether we say it or not. He is intrinsically wonderful. But we ascribe wonder to him in the most feeble words that we have. I can't help but think also that the Lord uh, condescending to us has come down and even communicates who he is on a level that that we can understand it. And it makes me think of uh, John Calvin who says that the Bible, the words of Scripture, are God's baby talk to us. Mm -hmm. 
because we couldn't understand him otherwise. Mm. So now if God had to speak to us in goo-goo-ga-ga language, how can we turn around and expect with those same uh, words that we've learned to try to express who he really is? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's a good thing for us, especially at Christmas, to re- be reminded of. Like, it's wonderful to see the nativity sets in people's yards, mm-hmm. but he's, he's not that infant. That's right. You know, that was the condescension right. of Christ. Mm-hmm. He's the glorious, wonderful, ineffable Christ. Right. And for a word that means unable to express, we've taken about 12 minutes to express it. So <laughs> let's move on to the next part because okay. we're going to okay. run out of time before that. So he's a counselor, too. Okay, he's a counselor. And, I, of course, I won't try to say the Hebrew word, but it boils down to his being an advisor in one sense. But, of course, the, the human language beggars the reality of, of this. And uh, it says, in, in ancient Israel, a counselor was portrayed as a wise king, such as Solomon giving guidance to his people. Uh, so we understand this. The key passage that, that kind of gives us an understanding of Christ being this wonderful counselor is in Colossians 2 and 3, okay. where it says, In Christ is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Christ literally embodies understanding, knowledge, wisdom. So would you say he is not that he's equipped to be a counselor to us? In other words, he is omniscient, he's all-knowing, he's omnisapient, meaning he's all-wise. And we must not understand, it goes back to what we were saying a few minutes ago, that as counselor, Jesus Christ is not a social worker, he's not a therapist, and he's not a school guidance counselor. He is the all-knowing, all-wise God. Mm. Do you remember, of course you do, when he was 12 and remained back at the temple? Yes. And Mary and Joseph are like, they're, they're out of their minds because uh, they realize they've left him. Mm-hmm. They go back and they find him talking with the scribes right. who are amazed at the his so-called wise people at 12 mm-hmm. to discuss that. Um, the 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 wonder of his counsel now whether or not we we agree whether those are if he's if the wonderful is describing his counsel or if it's describing him mm-hmm. i think both could be true right. i mean he is wonderful and he is a wonderful counselor colossians 2 3 i had as well in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge so how does coming to this counselor help us today what what specific applications can we encourage the listeners with over these last three minutes? I mean, okay, we've explained a lot here. I'm load this up, put it on the website. People will download it. So he's the wonderful counselor. Big whoop. How does yes, that? How does that yes. affect me today, Friday? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it uh, we have to look at two things. Okay. Okay. As the as the wonderful counselor, he is the truth. And he exposes truth to all men. Of course, only some accept it. Okay, once that transformation has been made after they've received the truth, now he has the ability to counsel them in how they live. Mm. Counsel them in uh, what they can expect in the future. And then all of these uh, existential questions that are uh, uh, 
to the fore in our minds prior to salvation, all of a sudden they're being answered by this counselor. Yeah. Yeah, I need guidance. I need direction. I need assistance. I need help. Who better to go to than right, this counselor? Right. Um, the idea of going to a psychiatrist and laying on that couch, I mean, that's just a stereotype, right? You lay on the couch and the guy sits there and listens to you. The, the great thing about the wonderful counselor is John chapter 2 tells us he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be told what is in us or Amen. what our thoughts are Amen. because he already Amen. knows what is in the heart of man. Mm-hmm. He, he, by his own omniscience, knows our struggles, knows our doubts, knows our questions, and is ready to guide us in truth. Um, you even mentioned in, in Psalm 139 and 6, uh, in that particular passage, David was, was asking the Lord to search, his, search him out on the inside. Now, of course, the Lord didn't have to do much to do that because he knows us inside and out, inside and, out and he's known us even before we were formed in our mother's womb. Yeah. So would he not be qualified to counsel us on the right way? Sure. Um, and of course he does that not through some supernatural voice or, uh, you know, sacred experience. He does Amen. that by us opening his word or, Amen. or talking to, Amen. talking to, uh, other believers. One, one thing that scripture says is there is safety in a multitude of counselors. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it in the past, how, uh, Christians that we know sometimes are afraid to ask people for guidance or help, um, you know, and hopefully they're going to the wonderful counselor for help. But a lot of times we don't do that because we're proud or we think right. we know the right way or we're not willing to to listen to what the counselor has mm-hmm. to say. So, again, the counselor can only be of help to us if right. we listen to what he says. Right. But he is a wonder of a counselor, mm. no question. Mm. And that is a great truth for us to remember today. You've already put your papers away, so I guess you've said all that you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I give you the last word because you've always got some great nugget to give us. Any final on the wonderful counselor? It's a great... I would just say that, you know, in, in the the world we live in today, we're, we're being uh, uh, beset on every side, you know, particularly with COVID and then with uh, just the, the activity in the political world and, and uh, just the anarchy in the streets. Uh, our only hope is to be counseled by the wonderful counselor in times like these. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, where else can you go? Yeah, and where are people going? The news, friends, right. Facebook, whatever. Go to the Word, go to the counselor. Amen. Take his guidance and direction. Amen. And we hope you have a good weekend. Uh, every Friday we remind you to uh, that you are welcome to come to our church, Grace Baptist here in town. Um, in fact, next Sunday night, uh, Friday, December 20th, we're going to have a Lessons and Carols service at 5 o'clock. We invite you to join us for that. Um, but join us for any of our services. Um, reach out to us. You can watch our services online on Facebook. If you're not yet comfortable in coming out to service, you can check us out online. You can share this podcast. If you go to a church already, and maybe some of you do, please continue to pray for our ministry. We'd appreciate that very much. And uh, hope that this week's worth of podcasts was a blessing to you. And uh, we look forward, Lord willing, to speaking to you again on 